Hey, girlfriends, welcome to Married and Having Fun. I'm Kathy. I'm 46. I have four children and have been married for 25 years. Woo! I'm Jacynthia, 34, married for six years with three awesome little kiddos. We've been friends for 11 years. On this show, we're talking all things marriage and everything in between. If you know what I mean. Pull up a chair, sit back and relax. This is Married and Having Fun. So welcome to the show. It's JC today. I'm missing my co-host, Kathy. I have a really good friend of mine on. You ladies know I love to bring people on that help make your life easier in any way possible. And so I have my beautiful friend, Alexis, on today. She has started a company, a little business called The Rhythmic Home. Let me read her bio. Alexis is leading the way on how to live a thriving rhythmic lifestyle. She is a military wife, homeschool mom of four children, ages seven and under, and has been an entrepreneur for 13 years. She has spent five of those years as a leader in the top 1% of a global direct sales company, earning annual five-figure commissions, the use of a free car, and trips across the nation. Welcome to the show, Alexis Greco. Ew, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to have you, friend. Thank you so much for... Um, just really coming to share your brilliance with us. (laughs) I'm excited. So let's get into it. What exactly is the Rhythmic Home? Tell us. Yes. So this started because I noticed there was a pattern in things that people always asked me about, things that people would ask me to train on. And the Lord just brought all of it together. And I noticed that I had rhythms Mm. in my life that was allowing me to live a certain way with our family, um, do the things that we were doing. And so he just kept putting all these pieces together. And here we are. I started my business officially on January 1st, 2021. Oh, that is so amazing. So let me ask you a question. I First of all, I love all your tips that you give on social media. Just your TikToks are hilarious. I'm always like, oh, that's a new thing. I should do that. So I love following you and just picking up little pieces of things that I can do in my home. What is the biggest thing that you get asked about from your clients, like within organization in the home? I think a lot, a lot of people ask me first off, well, how do I organize this or how do I do this in my schedule, which are the practical parts that I work on Mm -hmm. with my clients. But what I find is underlying in that is that is the rhythm. Mm -hmm. So it's not just how to organize a pantry and how to make a meal plan, but it's the rhythms that they're lacking or that they do have. And so I get asked a lot about organization and then we'll kind of dive deeper than that on why you're doing the things that you're doing. And that way we can make some progress and find a solution that works for her. 
Cool. So let's back up a little bit. Um, how did you and your husband meet? You said you're a military wife, mom. I think that's so amazing. Yes. Um, thank you for your service because that's service too, to serve those who are serving. So how did you and your husband meet? So we met um, at church. What two of my good friends? They played matchmaker, and Aww. one of those friends is now my sister-in-law. Um, and so, yep, <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. How long have you been married? So we've been married for ten years, um, ten and a half years, and we we dated for six months, got engaged, and were married five and a half months later. So officially oh. less. Year from our first date, we were married. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, me and my husband very similar in that story. Yeah. Um, what has been the most something that I like to ask my married friends that come on the show? Um, what has been the most surprising thing about marriage to you thus far? I was thinking about this, and I think the most surprising thing to me are the changes mm. and the things along the way that I didn't expect to come. We got married just married, going to live in our hometown, stay around our family. And within a year, um, we decided my husband, he wanted to go to seminary. So we wow. packed up, moved two hours away um, to Wake Forest, North Carolina. He went to Southeastern Seminary. And then a couple of years later, um, we decided we wanted to follow his dream of joining the military. So he joined the army and literally the day after he signed his contract, we found out we were pregnant. With oh our my first. Um, and so that started a journey of us having four babies in five and a half years. Mm -hmm. And that was never anything. I said, this is what I want to do. Um, mm -hmm. So just the surprises that came along the way. Yeah. Your story sounds very similar to mine. Like my husband and I, we got married and he was in a marketing career and I kind of pictured our life as in one way that, you know, we were serving in the church, but it was just, you know, something that we said yes and no to. Um, and then he came home and I always knew that we would be in ministry in some point, but he came home and said, I think I want to go to seminary. And so, um, <laughs> like the fast track button got hit as soon as he said yes to seminary, we moved, we were, you know, setting in motion to move to Durham, North Carolina. And then he was like, uh, they asked me if I want to, you know, lead a church, uh, while I'm in seminary. And I was like, okay. So, um, the, the last four years have just been like pedal to the metal and it's been great. So, all right. So with that, I obviously need some tips. What are your top, you know, I would say four tips, but however many you want to give us for busy working wives and moms um, so that they can have, like, you know, more peace and more rhythm in their home. I think my biggest tip would be, especially if you are, you know, you have a side hustle or you are working from home because of COVID or the pandemic, whatever that looks like. I think to make sure my first tip would be that you have boundaries in your home as in where you're working, mm. because I think it's easy. We work on our phones, we work on our laptops that we can float all throughout our house, you know, wherever has good sunlight or where mm -hmm. has good Wi-Fi or where is the comfy chair. But that can turn into when the phone is down and when the laptop is down, we're still in the rhythm and the pattern of working mm. because we all work on our couch, but now we're sitting and watching a movie with our husband. Um, so I think just giving yourself clear boundaries on where you work mm -hmm. and where is home. 
Mm. especially if, you know, we're home all the time, which 2020 taught us we could be. (laughs) Um, I think another big one would be to have margin in your day. Mm -hmm. I was talking with a girl and she said, you know, I would put my schedule together and I forgot to include drive time to Mm. bring my kids places. Mm. So I think so often we can fill our schedules and fill them and fill them and fill them. And then we have no breathing room. Mm. Um, there's a quote that I love. It's by Alexa Sherm. It says, margin is the gap between rest and exhaustion, the space between breathing freely and suffocating. Mm. It is the opposite of overload. You know, so for, for me, for a mom of young ones, that's leaving an extra 15 minutes just to get the kids loaded in the car mm. because you know, all things can happen, Yeah, <laughs> you know, or maybe don't have kids. It might be you leave 20, 30 minutes where you stop work before you see your husband again. So you can mentally transition Mm. from being in work mode to being in home mode. Um, And I think one other one that I would share is assess if you're being productive or busy. Mm. Like what, because many times being busy is the opposite of being productive. So, you know, if productive for your business would mean you're moving the needle forward for your business. And maybe that looks like I need to do these three things today. Well, if you get those three things done by 10 o'clock in the morning, well then enjoy the rest of your day or choose to work more. But I think you've heard it before. We wear a badge of honor when we're so busy, Mm -hmm. but and when you have that margin in your day and you're actually productive and not busy, it gives you that breathing room yeah. throughout your day. Yeah. Such, such great tips. Um, so let me ask you this. What do you coach? What do you coach your clients through? How do you service? I guess, tell me your ideal client. Yeah. So I work with the entrepreneurial woman. She could be a wife, she could be a mom, but she's the entrepreneurial woman and she is looking to increase her efficiency and decrease her stress. Mm -hmm. And I come alongside her and support that in helping to find rhythms. Mm. So, you know, maybe she, she's just at a place where she lays her head down on her pillow at night and she just thinks to herself, like, there has to be more. Like, I don't feel like I should have to choose between having a successful home and a successful business because so many women that I talk with, they're killing it in business and home is suffering Mm, or they're killing it in home and business is suffering. And I think that we can find a rhythm to that. It's not perfection. That's not what we're going for here, but Mm -hmm. you can find a rhythm where you really can be a woman who is a wife and honors her husband and honors her home and serves her children. And you can also be successful in your business. Mm, Yeah. I I believe that too. I definitely believe that too. Yeah. All right. So let's talk some more tips. One of the things that I deal with in my home, I guess, is just, I, I believe it that I got this tip from you was a good way to keep, have some starting some organization with the kids and like keeping floors and stuff clean was to have a box by the door and like kids take their shoes off and put it in the box. So I've started that. I guess one of the biggest things that I deal with is like the pile up of laundry and just like having so much um, and not really being in a rhythm with that. I don't know if I need to 
put that in my schedule as something to do, but what would you suggest? Um, so tell me again, how many kids do you have and what are their ages? Yeah, so my I have three, and they're three, five, and 11. And, okay. and so my so- husband, who's 35. um okay so a couple of options for laundry so you could you could be a one a dayer you could do one laundry one load of laundry a day and that could be like your morning routine right like early in the morning you throw it in you put it in the dryer and then you can fold it right then you could do it that night Mm -hmm. after the kids go to bed um some of my clients they like to do laundry all on one day okay it is like an all-day family affair um so you can kind of choose like for me I do one load of laundry a day let's be real it usually turns into two or three a day (laughs) with the number of things we go through here but one of the tips I do love to share like when it comes to linens Mm -hmm. and doing sheets and things and I'm actually have sheets washing right now as we're talking is that I will wash them first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. As soon as we get out of bed on Fridays, I strip my sheets, put them right in the washer for the kids too. And then I actually wait until they're in the dryer and then I put them right back on. Okay. So I'm never having to fold sheets nice. because I hate sheets, yeah. <laughs> you know? So if you're like, I just have a pile of, you know, two and three sheets from everyone's bed because, you know, we haven't washed it. Um, you could do that. And if you have little ones that are still in cribs or that might still be training, like potty training overnight type thing, Mm -hmm. I always recommend moms to have at least three sets of sheets. So one is dirty. Mm -hmm. It just got peed on. Mm -hmm. You have one that's in a linen closet. You can pull out. And then the third one's in the washer. So no matter where you are in the rotation of sheets, always have multiples, especially for littles. Um, And I guess another thought I would have on that, and this depends on you, something I had to release was the perfection of my kids' closed clothing drawers. Mm. So I will separate laundry. So my kids are seven, four, three, and 18 months. So for my oldest three, I will pull their clothes out of the laundry and put it in a pile and I'll say, come get your clothes. Mm -hmm. They'll put clothes in their drawer. They'll put underwear up and socks up and it is not folded. And it drives me crazy a little bit, but that's just where we are in this season, right? Like I'm choosing not to prioritize folded clothes in a kid's drawer. Um, So if that's you, if you're, you have that tendency of like, I have to fold their clothes. It all has to be, just ask yourself, does it, Mm. you know, it doesn't always have to be like this for this season. Is that something that would be a good rhythm for you that would be a good release for you just to let that part go for right now that is so good because I literally have three things of laundry three baskets of laundry in my room that need to be folded and I I started I was like okay I'm gonna you know start folding this laundry and uh what a what a release right there to know like I could just have them come get their clothes and put it in their drawers like yes. they actually do know where their clothes go you know their pajamas their socks their underwears so yeah wow thank you <laughs> I give you permission to do that and to all the mamas listening and you know my little ones my three and four year old will fold our kitchen washcloths uh-huh. and. Maybe I I hope I'm not alone in this. Like I love for my washcloths to be like folded nicely so I can get them. And I just have decided, you know what? 
they're learning. They fold the washcloths. They put them up. It doesn't look perfect. But you know what? So what? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. You know, that's how they learn too. So whoever's listening, I give you permission. You can release that. <laughs> you can take it off your plate. That's awesome. I, I would love for you to share. I don't believe I have any homeschool. Well, actually, I do have a few homeschool listeners. They just popped into my head. I'd love for you to share. My co-host, she homeschooled for uh oh my gosh forever and I just thought she had that down to a science um her kids are older now so she's kind of out of that season where she has to like stay on top of them what tips would you give for a homeschool mom so tips for a homeschool mom what I would say is what we talked about especially is having margin so just give yourself that breathing room and you know your children best you know them best. So if you start to pick up on those things of like, I think we need a break, it's okay to just take a break. Mm, You know, while you're schooling, maybe you just need to take a snack. Maybe it's time to have a nap, you know, just give yourself permission to have that breathing space in your schedule. And I really like to prepare the week ahead. So, you know, on a Saturday or a Sunday night, I will prepare for the week that's coming up. So I will pull, you know, all of the worksheets, any reading books that we have to do, um, anything that I know I'll need to have ready, I just get it ready. So Monday morning, we sit down, we do school, you know, and we're ready to go. That is so amazing. These tips are so vital. And I just want to thank you so much for um, just sharing. I mean, I already feel better about my laundry. Good. (laughs) Well, thank you. I hope that this has encouraged everyone. And um, please get in touch with Alexis. Okay, Alexis, could you give us a quote that you just love? And then also pray for our listeners today. Yeah. Is your life a reflection of who the Lord's created you to be? Or is it a response to people you don't want to upset? Wow. That would be my quote. And (laughs) it's very powerful if you just sit down and even just journal through that, through different parts of your life on why am I doing these things? Yeah. You know, what root of that? Um, But yeah, I can pray for us. Yes, let's do it. Okay. Lord, I just thank you for this conversation that JC and I have had together, Lord. And I just ask for the women that are listening that there would be a tangible, practical, application that they can put forward in their life going forward today. And Lord, I ask that it was an encouragement to them, Lord, that you would remind them that they are not alone in the struggles that they feel um, and that you would just give them peace today, Lord, just remind them that you are there for them and that you love them. Um, And I thank you for our time together in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, friend. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jason. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us. If you liked today's episode, hit the like and subscribe button. You can find us on Instagram at Married and Having Fun. We'll be sharing cute photos of our husbands and all the things about marriage. Till next time, keep, keep having fun. fun.